welcome to the PI Podcast, Political Insights for the Palaging Inis. I'm your host, Matt, and with me is my co-host, the Michelangelo of Memes and the Machiavellian Manong Borg. <laughs> okay, the second one got me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, and this is a special episode because if you haven't checked us out yet, we just released uh, Understanding Ideology because we have two listener questions which asked, of course, what is uh, the political spectrum like? And the second question is, what what are our thoughts on the right wing, like right wing conservatism? And we decided to expand it into a whole series. So... Um, we're going to interview people of different political ideologies from the different uh, positions of the political spectrum and uh, specifically in the Philippines, you know, because this political spectrum, we know about the left and the right uh, in any country, but we haven't reflected the left and right here in the Philippines, some more obvious than others. And we are starting with the right wing and conservatism. Now, before we introduce our special guest who will uh, no doubt, give us great insights on conservatism. Uh, Borge, any comments on conservatism in the Philippines? Okay, uh, first, I think we need to suspend the left and the right for now. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, we, we'll explore ideologies ground up. So, mm-hmm. uh, let's suspend the dichotomy between left and right. But mm-hmm. uh, just, a, just a, a brief summary as far as my own uh, readings on conservatism is concerned. And mm-hmm. again, by the way, I'm, I'm a thorough radical. So I, I exposed myself. Yeah, I exposed myself to conservative writings. Well, first, you know, as you, you know your enemy thing, but uh, I have found so much uh, to learn from conservative mm-hmm. thinkers as well, and much to criticize, but much to learn as well. So mm-hmm. as of now, I think we can sum it up as having three dimensions. So we need to have distinctions between economic, social, yes. and political conservatism. Mm-hmm. So economic conservatism, you would have here the uh, Liberal free marketers would be there as mm-hmm. well. Uh, yeah. For the social conservatives, this, this would be those who would uphold traditions, social traditions, mm-hmm. social norms. Mm-hmm. Uh, for political conservatives, this would be uh, valuing authority and a hierarchy. So these are the mm-hmm. basic definitions of what uh, conservatism is. But, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think that's just a basic run- rundown as far as the West mm-hmm. is concerned. So yes. this is the Western experience of conservatism. We actually started the this discussion a bit in their previous video check that out PINO our segment there understanding ideology and we mentioned there that of course the right and left wing distinctions are western and we want to contextualize and ground it here in the Philippines yeah and when you look at the well from my point of view a lot of people somewhat feel you know conservative they have conservative tendencies especially if their politics comes a lot from like church teaching when they quote the bible in politics that's the stereotype of the political conservative in the Philippines. But if you notice in the literature, you know, local scholars don't really spend a lot of time reflecting on uh, on the right. There's a lot of uh, a lot of publications on the left and of course on populism, which can be left, right, or whatever, but not quite on the conservative right, despite having a lot of well, when you look at the characterizations of the Philippines, a lot of people say or presume it is conservative because hmm. a lot of say objections to progressive policies hmm. are how you say based on the bible or religious hmm. convictions etc yeah. but is that of course this is one part of hmm. conservatism in the philippines but there are more and we will 
expert with our special guest here. So without further ado, let's uh, welcome uh, the host of the Jay Aruga podcast, which is, subtitle is, The First Conservative Podcast in the Philippines. So please welcome Jay Aruga. Hey, kamusta, Matt and Borge? Thanks for inviting me here. Thank you for coming to the PI podcast. Thank you. Yeah, I think your podcast is one of the, of course, noticeable ones because, again, the Oma. first conservative <laughs> podcast in the Philippines. In fact, when we were, when I was scoping out, of course, the podcasts in the podcast PH group and Facebook, I, yours is noticeable. Again, conservative. So, why don't you tell us why you decided to make a conservative podcast? Oh, good question. Because I started my podcast last 2019. It was election season here in our mm. country. Yeah. And it was the senatorial elections during that time. Mm-hmm. And it came to a point that I, I'm kind of nainis. Nainis ako sa parang bangayan, Duterte, and Dilawan mm-hmm. that time. Eh. I didn't intend it to be a conservative podcast at first. Mm-hmm. At first, I, I was just talking about like some stuff on philosophies like so, fallacies, for example. Mm-hmm. And I, I love talking about, let's say, moral relativism, mm-hmm. uh, the, the difference between faith and reason or how they, they interact. So eventually, medyo, I kind of tried to market like the podcast as a conservative podcast. Because at first I was looking at the selections of podcasts in in the in the rankings, and most are uh, liberal podcasts mm. or leaning to the to the left side of the spectrum, mm. meaning they they're very open to to discussing the sex capades or hookup <laughs> culture, uh, and most are on the LGBTQ plus agenda. So I realized there's not much conservative podcast out there in the Philippines because on, on the US there you have the Daily Wire so mm-hmm. there's Ben Shapiro uh, Matt Walsh etc and, and there's Stephen Crowder yeah, yeah. yeah. Stephen, Andrew Claven Stephen yeah. Crowder Stephen Crowder yeah so, so those guys in the Philippines there's I, I don't see a conservative movement that time mm-hmm. okay. when I started mm-hmm. the podcast so that's why I I kind of took the name because mm-hmm. someone might beat me to it yeah. before, before someone smart move. <laughs> yeah. So so I I, I kinda like cockily mm-hmm. took the 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 name conservative and branded the podcast as the first uh, at that time I, I branded it as, as the first and only conservative mm-hmm. podcast <laughs> in the Philippines. Yes. But but I took out the only because there there's a gray area with mm. like Christian podcast. Mm-hmm. Because they they they're kind of conservative, dinaman. Yes. Yeah. I kind of took uh, like I, I just left the first para medyo may konting bragging rights pa rin. Mm-hmm. That's the story of the podcast. Yeah. The Jeyorogash yeah. podcast. Yeah. So clearly, it's a good a marketing move as the first and only. But I was wondering, mm-hmm. like maybe if I can ask a bit per, uh, personal reasons, you know, um, where when did you find out that you were a conservative, and how can you describe your convictions as a conservative yeah because i was never i was i wasn't always a conservative uh in my life because i i was like listening to radio so i i'm a fan of mo twister and boys mm-hmm. night out and mostly mga 
they they, they kind they're kind of liberal yeah in some sense and i'm exposed to hollywood movies which are mm-hmm. for the most part liberal mm-hmm. but then i i was also an atheist for a big chunk of my life and oh. i i had a conversion story which i will not like go through <laughs> here in this episode sure. but to cut the long story short i i'm convinced that theism is true i i read some stuff on the moral mm-hmm. issues on like uh on marriage on mm-hmm. sexuality and I, i'm kind of convinced mm-hmm. through during that time when, when i'm converting from atheism to theism mm-hmm. uh, i need to be sure that these moral reasons are 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 on good grounds through mm-hmm. secular arguments at least mm-hmm. not biblical arguments so so that's right. when i was convinced that many of the 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 issues on the conservative conservative side make sense mm-hmm. so at least mm-hmm. for me so so i hope that answers your question yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, you know it's interesting um most people assume that you know young people at least when you become conservative it's usually it usually comes from you know uh, parents or authority figures and with us just copying mm. in fact mm. uh, quite frankly i used to be a bit more explicitly conservative myself because I, I love my parents and they've talked to me about a lot of things and listened to them a lot of times but of course i expanded my world a bit so it, i'm not yeah. really conservative but <laughs> what i noticed is that this is a very personal journey and mm. um it's not it, it breaks the mold like it, it's it's not just like following orders it's thinking so where did you where did this uh well thinking come like come from like why what's the trigger why this what yeah, what's the trigger yeah what made you think about these things lots of things yeah L- lots of things yeah. so i so so i i'm a catholic kind of kind of an apologist for catholicism mm. and okay. I, i've been debating with with my friends some are undating daan some are jehovah's witnesses mm-hmm. and of course they, they have their own beliefs and uh-huh. i need to come up with like defense on mm. some catholic uh, social teachings moral mm. teachings so that's where the reading came from right so yeah there okay that's okay so let's talk about like what you do in the podcast so what how do you decide which topics to discuss and okay. tell us more about the content that you do yeah mo- mostly i discuss i, I kind of hold recording the podcast until the last minute because you want your topics to be at least relevant when you release the episode so i kind of hold recording i i'm i, I listen to news then whatever mm-hmm. comes out of the news that has that like that, that interests me mm-hmm. i i talk about it like my mm-hmm. ma- last few episodes i i talk about same sex marriage when when lito atienza and Walden Bello and mm. Marvick Leonen were debating about it through mm. Twitter so that's mm. how i like talk uh, how i i thought of talking about it then right. the other one is about abortion in the mm. case of rape so it's from the boy abunda uh, interviews with the right. presidential balls mm. so that's one way and sometimes i have a pipeline of topics that i want to talk about yeah so that's, that's cool. yeah so that's how i decide and sometimes i just ask people what mm. they want what they want mm. me to talk about so i i crowdsource 
for mm. topics. And what do you think is your most yeah, popular kind of content, like with the most views and listens? Mm. Good question. Uh, I I always get a lot of listens when re- recently for for some reason I don't want to endorse politicians, mm-hmm. but whenever I talk about politics, I, I get a lot of listens, Ooh. which I hate mm-hmm. because I don't want to endorse anyone. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah. it's kind of ironic. Mm-hmm. So, so that's one. Mm-hmm. Aside from that, uh, what else? The, the gender ideology stuff. Whenever mm-hmm. I talk about that, so yeah. there's there's not much people who talk about that in the podcast sphere in the Philippines, at mm-hmm. least from a conservative standpoint. Mm-hmm. So I, I seem to get a lot of listens for that one. Mm. That's cool. I think so, you know. Uh, uh, mm, uh, listening to the story of your podcast, I, I I think you're tracking the same. You know the same pattern as conservatism in the West, uh, because they came from mm. responding to the rise of liberalism. I mean, Edmund Burke, which is one of the fathers of conservatism, he actually responded to the French Revolution. So that's where conservatism in England started. Same thing with the, the United States. So they were responding to rise of radicalism, so on and so forth. So, so in in the Philippines, so Seems you like are yeah, you're, yeah, you're, yeah. you're the one responding. <laughs> yeah, it seems like that. Imbalance. Yeah. And it's cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and to add to that, if I'm to uh describe conservatism in the Philippines, mm. I, I would like to always use the GK Chesterton quote when mm-hmm. describing conservatism in the Philippines. From it's from the book The Thing. So he said that if you see a fence on the mm. road, the more modern type of reformer would say, I don't see the use of this. Let's clear this fence away the quote-unquote conservative would hold first at clearing right. the fence and mm-hmm. he will check why the fence is erected in there in the first place. Okay. So that's kind of my attitude when it comes to these issues. Like I, I would like for people to maybe look at the West first mm-hmm. before we introduce something new here in our country because we don't need to do the experiment mm-hmm. in in here, here in our country anymore, because we have the benefit of the of their hindsight, yeah, of the Western countries' hindsight of what happened when they tried these uh, policies. Yes, yeah, the Chesterton's fence. We've mentioned that in, in this podcast before. But it's one of my favorite images, actually. So, uh, I'm so knowing that. Well, Borge mentioned that a lot of your issues coincide, you know, with the West. You have abortion. You have same-sex marriage, gender ideology. I was wondering if you can explain how how much this resonates with your audience, and per- perhaps you can describe a bit like who your audience is and how, like, uh, how 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 diverse is it here in the Philippines? You know, how's your yeah, engagement? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, normally, my audience and, and you'd understand that most are religious types mm-hmm. because, as you mentioned, uh, conservatism might have sprang out from like religious beliefs. Yes. The, so the, the, the problem that I see is that not many of the, uh, the conservatives, quote-unquote conservatives, religious people here in the Philippines cannot articulate why they believe what they believe in. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why they want to listen to my podcast because mm-hmm. I kind of give them a good reason to defend their beliefs. Mm-hmm. So, let's say on same-sex marriage, I I, I kind of 
be like I, I kind of put the question of what is marriage for and mm. so so that's the root it's not actually same sex marriage versus opposite sex marriage mm-hmm. when it comes to marriage the the opposing views are like conjugal view of marriage and the relational view of marriage so mm-hmm. the relational says that marriage is the highest form of relationship that we need to uphold so th- that's one view and the other mm-hmm. view is that marriage is for the good of the spouses and the children that they might procreate so so mm-hmm. those are the conversations that i kind of put forward with my audience so I, I as much as i can not to quote the bible when talking okay. about hmm. moral issues mm-hmm. so that's fair mm-hmm. isn't that the challenge mm-hmm. to create a secular version of conservatism here in the philippines uh actually i find it it's not that challenging it, mm. it, the, the challenge is is like trying to explain things that the audience would easily understand okay. so that's the challenge uh, aside from that uh, I, I, th- I think the challenge is like spreading the word mm-hmm. that's where the challenge lies mm. okay mm. I'm curious though uh, what kind of guests do you have on your podcast like among Filipinos like how, who are the conservative Filipinos that you managed to get on your show Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good question because I, I kind of I'm a bit guilty of not uh, inviting Filipinos that much. Oh. I, I kind of like I I, I kind of I I try to aim for for the stars. Oh, early on in international guests, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Mga international. Yung mga uh-huh. recent guests ko. But but yeah. I I I will make it a point in my next season because I'm having a season ender. Mm-hmm. like this this uh, this February so season three will be done this February mm-hmm. my next season is on April I'll, I'll make it a point na sa, sa, sa April I'll invite more Filipino mm-hmm. guests because mm-hmm. there are a lot of other voices in mm-hmm. in the Philippines that needs to be heard right because there are Somehow conservative groups here. There's okay. Alfie, the Alliance of the Family Foundation, the mm-hmm. Philippines. There's Courage PH. So they're the people who are same-sex attracted, who are living their life in chastity. So there are a lot of people who need to be heard. Philippines, mm-hmm. conservative side. So I, I'm I'm a bit guilty na nag-aim muna ako uh, okay. on foreign guests for mm-hmm. this season. Okay. okay. But why do you have the foreign guests? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no judgment. Just curious. No, no. Yeah. For, part of the reason is that they have good material. Mm-hmm. They, they mm-hmm. write good books. And I mm-hmm. would like people to, to know about them, to read mm-hmm. their books. So right. I, I want to point the conservative movement to them. So that's mm-hmm. one reason. Right. So, uh, and the other is uh, maybe parang I'm a fan of them. Uh, there, okay. there are some there's some guys that I invited in my podcast that I'm a fan uh, I'm a fan of. Yeah. Do you have uh, some favorites? Uh, so I'm not sure if you know them. So so there's Trent Horn. Uh, ah, so, Catholic, so I, right? I, I, yeah, Catholic. So I guested him. Oh uh, wow! 
I'm familiar. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so that's one. Uh, I'm sure if you're familiar with Jason Everett. So he's a chess yes, speaker. Chess speak. Yes. I went to his talk yeah. one time here. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I, I guested them on my podcast. Mm-hmm. So those are two of the notables that, yeah. that I guested in my podcast. Still very religious, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But, but if you listen to the content, Mm-hmm. Uh, they kind of talk about so. So I invited Jason Everett to talk about the RH law, uh, and he discussed it on a secular perspective. Same I with see. Trent Horn. So we we talk about the LGBTQIP2SAA movement, and he explained each letter: lesbian, gays, bisexual, trans, queer, yes. and questioning, intersex, mm-hmm. pansexual, two spirits, asexual, and allies. Mm-hmm. I got lost. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so many. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's still growing, definitely. It is still so, growing. So we talked about that. Uh, we, we talked mm-hmm. about that, Trent and I. So, so those right. are some of the topics that we discussed in the mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah, so check that out in this channel. So yeah, great content. Now I'm curious though, like, did you ever get someone who was not conservative in your podcast or do you plan to? Maybe someone with an opposing view and maybe talk to them and debate or? Yeah, I, that would be a good thing if I mm-hmm. uh, invite some mm-hmm. in the podcast. The only limitation is I only release once a week. So during these times, I, I, I kind of want to put forward first like the views that I am putting putting forward. Mm-hmm. And hopefully in the future, I, I'd i like to talk to people with opposing views. Mm-hmm. So for, for now, my, my, my quote-unquote agenda my, yeah. is to, to kind of form the people on, mm. on the defense on conservative values. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why I invited first those from my side Mm-hmm. And hopefully in the future, when when time permits, I I'd invite from the liberal side, from the left side mm-hmm. of the spectrum as well. That's in my mind. Okay. Um, oh, before I forget, like what are conservative values? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so we mentioned. I think in your intro, you you kind of touched on some of it. So. Mm-hmm. Conservatism is different. It's relative. It's it's relative to the place you're on, mm-hmm. the time you're on. Like in the most in a Muslim country, yes, uh, conservatism conserves the Muslim values and tradition, and a Christian in a Muslim country would be the liberal one. Mm-hmm. So here in the Philippines, because we're in a time where we acquired and uphold many Christian values. Mm-hmm. What we're conserving are values that has something to do with those, like mm-hmm. strong family bonds, marriage, particularly one man, one woman, which is permanent. We're pro-life as well. Mm-hmm. And we believe that life begins at conception. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason I said that conservatism is relative is because in the U.S., the conservatives there are against gun control. Mm-hmm. Here we're we don't care that much about gun right. control. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 
are there any issues that well I'll, I'll, you still have a lot of intersections with american conservatism are there issues there are, yeah. in philippine conservatism that are not in america like are unique here like can you name some of them i don't know the divorce we're still like fighting uh the, the, at least the conservative movement is still yeah. fighting against the divorce law they, they don't care much about fighting against the divorce law in there anymore because it's already legal. legal. So and we're the only country that's where it's illegal. So yeah, yeah, along with the Vatican, yeah, along with the Vatican. So yeah, I, I can talk about that. I, I find it a feature of our country, not a bug. No, so, why? Uh, because I there, there's. I see that there are a lot of stats and studies on the negative effects of divorce on children right. in a society. There are high rates of committing crime for, for children of divorce or from children from broken families, high rates of dropping out of high school, high risk of suicide. Most of them are linked to divorce. I, I see this, this study from a website called Fatherless Foundation. Uh-huh. So one out of three children grows up without their biological father anymore right. in their home. And 71% of fatherless children drop out of high school. Fatherless children are five times more likely to commit suicide, 32 times more likely to run away, 10 right. times more likely to abuse chemical substance, 20 times more likely to end up in prison. And aside from that, the U.S. spent mm. 112 112 billion dollars right. a year to support broken families mm. and that's enough to power the economy of the Philippines so imagine what divorce would cost our government government and society those are some stats that i just want people to to think about mm-hmm. before before going through an extreme measure of legalizing yeah. divorce and of course i recognize that there are like hard cases Yes. That like wife being beaten, yeah. and we, uh, so now we we have provisions for that for now in our country through legal separation, right? And annulment. So, so yeah, we do have annulment. A converse, yeah, a conversation needs to be made, mm. and the danger is like like in the RH law, mm. uh, it was like passed because the the conversation are mostly religious and the conservative side on that time mm-hmm. were like priests bishops and mm-hmm. no one took them seriously mm-hmm. they they i i was in hindsight i think it could have been like defended better the oppo- opposition to the rh mm-hmm. law mm-hmm. Secular, I, yeah, yeah that secular. is a weird yeah, that was a weird situation. Like, I think it got passed, but then it's also suspended. So it's a bit it of a is, stalemate yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but still passed. But mm-hmm. uh, since uh, I think your previous statement, you uh, gave us examples of uh, conservative organizations and some differences. Could you could you provide us with a you know a general layout of various conservative tendencies that you have observed in the Philippines? Okay. Uh, yeah, like I said, medyo ano, parang bago lang conservatism dito mm. sa, ano, sa Pilipinas. No, when, when I marketed my podcast as a conservative podcast, hindi ko akalaing may makikinig. Parang ang worry ko nun, parang, meron bang makikinig dito? Parang, uh, most of the people who listen to podcasts are not conservative. Uh, mm. Aminin ko. And, uh, so, yung mga, and 
finally I I found a conservative movement, a conservative page, medyo growing pa lang. So to answer your question, so there are the libertarian conservatives. So these are the ones who calls for limited government. Mm-hmm. So yeah. when we say limited government, they believe as much as possible that government should have little role in our lives and government should only be involved in things that we can't do individually or at least mm. as yeah, a yeah. small community, like cementing the road, yeah. defending our country from invader. So outside those things that we can't do on our own, the government shouldn't be interfering in our lives that much. Mm. So an example of this is the, let's say, the anti-bastos law. For a libertarian conservative, ethics shouldn't mm. be legislated. So, yeah. so that's the libertarian conservative. And they will oppose the COVID restrictions as well and big tech censorship. Mm. So I would like to call myself a bit on the like on the libertarian side. I'm a mm-hmm. libertarian ako on some stuff. Okay. I, I did an episode on COVID restrictions because I'm against the COVID vaccine mandate. Ah. So there, that's one. That's one mm. of yeah. a lot. Uh, and uh, like to continue, uh, the opposite of the libertarian conservative is a bit authoritarian. But uh-huh. the, 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 the word for, the, the acceptable word for it is mm-hmm. what you call the common good conservative. Mm. So, they have no problem with some government regulations. For example, a common good conservative would want banning pornography because according to them, it's the common good if you do so. So pornography has nothing good to contribute to the world and it endangers children who almost have easy access to porn in the internet. So a libertarian conservative would oppose this. So an example of a libertarian conservative is Ben Shapiro and I think Matt Walsh is the common good conservative. So, nagkaroon sila ng konting back and forth on pornography before. So, those are two examples. And siguro iba is social conservatives. So, I, I think I'm on the on this kind of type of conservative. We're, we're concerned on social issues such as abortion, marriage, the definition of man and woman, etc., there are the fiscal conservatives who are concerned on the economy. Mm-hmm. So they believe in less government intervention mm-hmm. and regulations for the exchange of goods and services. So dito yung discussion on socialism versus capitalism. Mm-hmm. So it falls under the lap on the on the lap of the fiscal conservatives. Yeah. Then there are others like the national nationalists. Then there are the religious conservatives. Mm-hmm. There's some called neoconservatives. Uh-huh. Uh, so I, 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 will, I will not dwell yeah. on those right. anymore. Yeah, yeah. 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 Hello, I asked this, I asked this because uh, I think our listeners should have the idea, first and foremost, that no ideology is monolithic. <laughs> right. And there's no, there's no one as, conservatism. Uh, yeah. There's no, there's no such mga, thing as a monolithic. There's no such thing as a the conservative movement. Eh, so it's not so. <laughs> Right. I was wondering if you as the, in your pods have received like criticism like what kind of criticism has you, have you received oh uh, yeah yeah uh, and of course, some criticism from the left for instance okay. say sometimes <laughs> of course when you when you oppose um, gender ideology mm. medyo maraming nag-aano, nag 
Maraming maalma. Maalma. Mm-hmm. And, and nangyari yun sa West. And hindi ako nagulat ang nangyari din sa akin dito. Uh, there's, may, may parang troll na laging sumasagot sa lahat <laughs> during that time. And that's fine. That's fine. At least tumataas yung engagement sa side. <laughs> uh, that's what you want. Uh, so, so that's some, uh, mostly sa divorce, of course, dahil medyo touchy mm. subject. Mm-hmm. touchy subject yan and uh, a lot of people in the country are marami ano maraming hiwalay and right. they yeah, would yeah. want a divorce law to be passed so mm-hmm. it's a touchy subject uh, kaya hindi maiwasan yung criticism there yeah uh, but but sometimes in order to tell the truth mm-hmm. sabi ni Jordan Peterson you you need to risk uh, offending someone mm. Popcorn Peterson, you know, <laughs> in your room. Matt's a fan. Clearly, nice. yeah, I'm starting to talk like him, actually. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. <laughs> I have his books and everything. Anyway. No, and so, okay, these are the um, these are the criticisms. Uh, how have you responded to them? I, I do respond to them to some point. Because uh, mm-hmm. uh, when you respond in the internet kind of a it wait a lot of time mm. but, but, but I, I, I but you're you're kind of parang, parang full of energy ka makipagsagutan eh mm. and it's it's kind of like in human nature pero it came to a point where some of the critics I realized na parang they're, they're not listeners of the podcast anyway <laughs> and parang ah. there's no <laughs> because Meron. Because sometimes what I do is I, I plant like their 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 names. Parang siya na shout out ko sila sa podcast, and I would know kung nakikinig sila ng podcast. Mm-hmm. And, and they don't. Hindi nila bring up. So right. parang, okay, I, I'm yes. I'm responding. I'm I'm wasting a lot of time responding to these people. Mm-hmm. Pero parang hindi naman sila yung audience ko. Talagang some of them are troll lang. Although mm-hmm. I I met people who are opposed to my views or really good people and I, I have some back and forth with them. I, I have, I'm part of a group who are into UBI, Universal mm. Basic Income, mm. and oh. they're providing good points. So, may konting back and forth with them. So Sorry, uh, for our and, listeners, and, what is Universal Basic Income and is it applicable here in the Philippines? Because it's a talking point in the U.S. elections. I it remember. is, it is. Yeah. So, so see... We're not wealthy enough for this. We're not wealthy enough for this. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so US, that's what I've been ring for Andrew mm. Yang when he was running for for president sa, ano, sa, sa Democrat side. And even mm. Elon Musk is mm-hmm. pushing for it. So, so universal basic income is just says na we should all get a basic income. We're mm. adults. Uh, so so yun yung ano yun yung basic it's premise. a bit yeah it's the basic premise maybe may socialism uh, because how do you how do you get the income because hmm. even though one doesn't work kahit yung taong grasa he would get an income hmm. di ba so so yun yung ano yun yung yung pinaka gist niya yeah. Kahit yung mga taong grasa, they, they, they get an income. May, meron, silang, hmm. meron silang pangkain. Uh, uh, monthly, they'll, they'll receive yeah, yeah. it. So, 
Doesn't that sound like socialism? It's a bit. Yeah, it's a bit. It is. It is actually. Yeah. How's that conservative? No, no. Since I'm lang na I'm I'm part of this group of liberals who are pushing universal basic income. So it's not okay. So so I I do listen to to people who are like opposed to my views. Yeah, but your position is. It is definitely a liberal position. Okay. Maybe uh, no, you don't I, agree with it. No, no, I, I, I'm not saying I agree with it, but, but I, I, uh, I, I haven't dwe- delved into it mm. that much okay. yet. Okay, okay. Okay. But I see their points. Okay. I, I can't believe that there are Filipinos arguing for UBI in the Philippines. I, there I, are I, some. I, there are some. Yeah. I mean, we, we're not wealthy enough for this. <laughs> First answer. For the, oh my! Oh my! Actually, so yeah. uh, well, you've re- articulated your views very, uh, very well. But I do want to at least, uh, well, try to maybe simulate, like maybe a probable criticism to conservatism. Say, for example, what would you say for someone listening to you right now? They might say, "Oh, the a lot of these issues are based on the experience of the America. Why do we Filipinos have to pay attention to these issues or these positions?" What do you have to say to that? Based on the experience of America, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I would say that. Wouldn't we want to know uh, how these issues affected them when they legalized, let's say, divorce or same-sex mm-hmm. marriage? Because chances are, and I, I'm not saying that there's a hundred percent chance that this would happen, but mm. there's there's a chance that we would experience the same thing. Let's say. Mm-hmm. When we let's say on on gender ideology, and I see the Salty Bill being debated upon in in Senate, or uh, we we see in the U.S. that there are some like talks on like let's say the bathroom bill in there. Uh, there are some let's say harassments that are happening in women's bathroom. So one is in Loudoun County, County. In Virginia, mm. where there's this boy who's who's dressed as a woman, who entered the female bathroom and raped a a female student there. Yeah, it could be a slippery slope, but at least consider that. And, and on the transgender issue, there are like let, let's talk about women's sports. Mm. Uh, right now, Leah Thomas. All right. Is dominating like sw- the sw- streaming in in an Ivy League school. So mm-hmm. Leah Thomas is trans woman who is competing mm-hmm. on a women's division right. for swimming. Right. So, so and I, I could cite other examples like yes. in track and field, like the first and second are trans women. Mm-hmm. Uh, Selena Soul was like opposed to that. It robbed her of possible uh, scholarships on mm-hmm. college scholarships mm-hmm. uh, there, there are some who are who, who dominated in cycling yeah. and other sports so, so those are things that happened in the US that yeah. we have the luxury now to examine at least okay. and I, I don't see these talking points being brought out in yeah. Senate when yeah well, I, it's probably because even the well, while the LG, for example, you talked about trans issues like LGBT, mm. like uh, 
restrooms mm-hmm. and sports. Uh, these, mm-hmm. like, even though there are, they use common talking points, the LGBT uh, activists here and in the United States, they do have intersections. But they, even the LGBT people here, I've talked to some of them, they do not have the same priorities or the same uh, issues. Like, for example, while we do have gender-neutral bathrooms, uh, mm-hmm. trans people in sports are not exactly a common issue here. And mm. I think this is part of like a larger, my next question, which is what makes y- your conservatism Filipino? How is it grounded to the Philippine experience? Uh, it's hard to ground it to the Philippine experience because I, I just want to ground it like on, on the truth, for instance. Let's say when you, you talk about the difference between men and women, it, it's kind of universal. Like okay. it's not just, it's not just like an American problem, a U.S. Mm-hmm. problem. It's universal throughout the world. Mm-hmm. So, so I I'm not that concerned at grounding it much on the Philippines. My my main concern is mm. uh, there's a bit of colonization, mm-hmm. ideological mm-hmm. colonization by the West, and maybe okay. that's how I would. If you would ask me how it concerns the Philippines, so maybe that's one. Uh, yeah, because it's a form of colonization, mm-hmm. and we're a bit iffy when it comes to colonization. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, so so, mm. okay. so, so that, that's basically your link with the left. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. We're yeah. against colonization. That's a middle ground, I guess, mm-hmm. with the left. Yeah. Okay. And you should always find middle ground. Right. Okay. You no, know, uh, since I mentioned the left. Uh, again, I'm speaking from relatively radical position, but again, I do appreciate the arguments of the conservatives. And this is a question that I tackled myself, but I want to ask you about it. So okay. uh, as a conservative, uh, how would you respond to something that can be deemed as urgent? And how can you respond to change? What's your response yeah. to change? And I, I understand that yeah. there's there needs to be a balance between the left and the right. And mm. I acknowledge that we need the left as much as we need the right. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we, we could, there, there's a danger that we could go too far mm-hmm. to the right. And we need the left to pull us back. And in a healthy society, in an ideal society, journalism, for example, is inherently left-leaning because journalism criticize what's established old order. So most of journalism reports uh, like established order, if it sees something wrong, it criticizes mm. it. And in an ideal society, that's needed for a check and balance. Mm. So, so, so let's say during the time when slavery in the U.S. is legal, mm-hmm. the, the, the left did uh, very good uh, talking points to, to end slavery. Because if, if you're too far right, you, you could even like defend slavery. Mm. But that, that's one example of change that mm-hmm. we need. Mm. So mm. it needs to be a good balance and we need to listen to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. And I want to, again, explore this. How would you respond to this common criticism of the right when in saying, oh, you resist change because say for so you're siding with the oppressor and yeah, yeah, yeah. you know 
privilege. Yeah, yeah. You know, the do you know these keywords? Or... How do you respond to yeah, these? Kind of Marxist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so I, I don't know. We, we, we need to to check. Uh, we need to ask what 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 they mean by oppressor or <laughs> people. Like what do you mean yeah, by yeah. oppressor? You know, friends, but you mean. Yeah, yeah, because no one wants to to like oppress uh, like intentionally, uh-huh. and it, because you'd be evil if you do that. But mm. but there's a bit of a cycle, like mm. one's oppressed and oppressor to another. So so that's why I mm. want the the terms to be at least mm-hmm. precise when you say oppressor, yeah, uh, yeah. privileged. Uh, who are those and so so mm. uh, I, I i i find it hard to answer that because mm. we i, I kind of hate labels yeah. and yeah. I, I, I and this is kind of ironic because i label myself yeah. but, but there's, <laughs> there's there, we, we sometimes get hooked up with labels and mm. it kind of it kind of like put you in the box yeah yeah mm. so th- that's that's my contention yeah. on labels right I, I think what you hate are slogans i also have a war with it, slogans yeah uh, because let's say when you label i know someone who who mm. when i asked her and she's a lesbian and when i ask her who, who is her, her name's let's say rose mm-hmm. so, and i asked her who is rose and she said uh, Rose is a lesbian, and it kind of, it kind of made me think that is that all that Rose is, because mm. you'd be like confined to being a lesbian, mm. and there is so much more. Maybe lesbianism is just like a part of Rose. Mm. So 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 that's one of the reasons I hate labels because sometimes mm. people uh, live up to that label. No, oh, yeah. So, so that's the danger there. Hmm. So yeah, hmm. the war against labels. No, that, that, that's. <laughs> and then, kasi, uh, it, labels even, are. Yeah. Yeah. Even conservatism. Uh, yeah. I, I, I have. I call myself a bit center right. So initial mm. talagang conservatism, and between authoritarian conservatism and uh, libertarian conservatism, mm. I kind of dwell on that spectrum. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't say. Like I'm a libertarian conservative, and the problem right. there is that ma ma no ko ma na ko on being libertarian. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. There are things that are that I don't believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, libertarian on, di ba? So, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think uh, it's natural for humans to you know to label because it's our tendency to simplify yeah. things. But uh, right. something that yeah. I appreciated from conservative writings is they recognize the complexity of things. They recognize yes. the complexity of. Uh, mental processes of society itself. Yeah. Now you, hindi mo, hindi mo talaga, even if you try to simplify it through slogans or labels, hindi talaga kasha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like say, for example, a lot of leftists would like to control the market, control the prices, like spend a lot of money here and there. But I think the conservatives would say, no, you don't know what that will do. You know, I think that's the resistance to change. Like when you make a change, if you t- turn down the fence, you don't know what will happen. So so it's 
Tama, hindi ko magugulat yes. kung may lumabas nga nun. Because, like, yung labels talaga medyo, ano, parang, yeah. medyo dangerous. So, I'm curious, okay, maybe one, uh, one issue again that is lobbed at, at conservatives is, like, so how do you respond to, like, poverty? You know, don't mm-hmm. we need to change or to solve the massive poverty? Because I think we all can agree that Philippines mm-hmm. is doing pretty badly, especially in the pandemic. So, so oh, what a- do you have to respond to that? That's a good question. Uh, and for a socialist, they, they, their answer to poverty is like socialism because <laughs> <laughs> or communism. Kasi yes. parang, but but it, it will open a lot of other problems mm-hmm. that it can solve, uh, in my opinion. And it will right. take another episode to discuss all of that. Sure. I think my answer to poverty, uh, one is like... Uh, strong family ties because fatherlessness mm. is linked to poverty. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a lot of kids who are who 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 grew up without a father yeah. went to most of them went to jail, mm-hmm. and and the re- one one reason then why I'm against divorce is because it's also linked to poverty. Imagine mm-hmm. parang pag naghiwalay yung magasawa, like. The, the man or the woman would mm. support two families now. Mm. And most of the conservative values are kind of like, if, if they're adhered to, they, it, it would at least solve mm. a bit of poverty. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's one. Uh, and my answer to poverty is, ito, medyo religious to, is charity, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And the difference of charity to socialism is is mm. that you can't force people to be to 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 have the virtue of charity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. socialism, yeah, uh, you know, that that's the the irony of socialism. Right. With charity, you prevent the concentration of wealth in the hands of mm-hmm. the government, and, and yeah. it also guarantees mm-hmm. freedom. Now, that, regarding your question, Matt, I think I, I do have an additional uh, something to add. Onto Jay's yeah. comments, uh, as far as Hayek is concerned, and again, Hayek would be one economic conservatism. That yeah. this is the reason why he was called a communist by his fellow conservatives, because he <laughs> he, he he advocated strongly for first and foremost breaking down monopolies, hmm. plain and simple. Uh, for for Hayek, there's a distinction between the free market and capitalism. He knows okay. that. So free market is the one that can solve, reduce poverty. Capitalism does not. So he makes that distinction. Right. Another one is he advocated for free education, free education for all, for for like any. Uh, if we if we if you if we want to assert equality of opportunity, then that must happen. And another, he advocated for welfare for the elderly, <laughs> so oh. free health, free welfare for for, for the elderly. So yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's why he was criticized as a communist, even if he mm-hmm. and because it is one. So yeah, I think that is, I can add down to that one. But yeah, and I think the first instinct. I don't know. I, I don't know, Jay, if you would agree with this one. I don't know if you would agree, but uh, I would like to ask. But for a conservative, I think the first instinct when facing poverty is to distinguish different types of poverty. Mm-hmm. Is, that, mm. is that apt to say? Wait, what do you so, mean by yeah, different yeah, types, George? Yeah. Uh, poverty at the collective level or poverty caused by bad decisions or poverty that ah, is inherited. That, that's a good, that's a good uh, thing to bring up, bad okay. decisions. Because... Yeah. Sometimes inisip ng iba is if you just put 
a lot of money on something, it would mm-hmm. solve the problem. Uh-huh. And diba yung, if you remember, I think the World Health Organization mm-hmm. said na if we have $6 billion, we mm-hmm. solve world hunger. That was si Elon Musk. Sabi niya, okay, tell me how you solve world hunger. I'll sell six billion, I guess, or dollars worth of stocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pero, pero that's not always true. Eh. Kasi, mm-hmm. let's say, sa New York during pandemic, nag, nag, ano sila, nag, yung mga hotels, mm-hmm. they opened it up for the homeless. Mm-hmm. And it's a noble cause. Mm-hmm. But, parang anong nangyari lang, naging drug dens tong mga hotels na to. And that's one example na parang if you have a lot of money, parang it doesn't always solve a lot of things. And that's mm. one of my hesitation dun sa UBI because uh-huh. a lot of the the reasons for poverty mm-hmm. could be like personal decisions why mm-hmm. they got there. So, yeah. Okay. Wow. Pero yeah, uh, I, I, I think Hayek was targeting the inherited poverty. That's why he wanted to advocate free education. Yeah. Because he also knows that uh, other than bad decisions, there are actual people who simply inherited poverty. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, I do want to highlight something. Uh, and I think it is reflects, of course, what Jay, most of what Jay is answering is that conservatives tend to uh, pin down problems based on individual levels. In other words, you, oh, you don't yeah, want yeah. to change right. structures oh. because the structures are fine. We right. it's it's bad because of bad actors, like because of people choose mm-hmm. not to work on their families or there are corrupt individuals. So mm-hmm. if we get rid of those individuals, then the work system works fine. The problem is with the left, they believe that the structure itself should be rearranged and of yes, course yes. I think there are some conservatives <laughs> that would say yes, adjust a bit, but we have to mm. at least examine like what should be, yeah. Um, yeah, what should be kept and preserved, and what should be changed. So that's mm. a difference in attitudes towards change. Uh, and I, agree, I think, yeah, yeah I, I do you, want you nailed to, it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do want to bring this up before we move on to more contemporary politics. Um, I, what I've been trying to hammer on, and I think this is one. Uh, the one facet of uh, conservatism that's somewhat missing in a lot of conservatives now, and I think it, it that is of course uh, national identity. You know, like a Filipino values, because normally conservatives would have like like French conservatives would have French values or the French identity. America would have their make America great again, American values, American tradition. I actually noticed that. Well, even in uh, in Jay's answers, like it's they're not particularly concerned with it, and I think it's also because mm-hmm. it's it's unfair right? because it's actually you know when the left was consolidating itself, it's not only Marxist <laughs> but it also got the nationalist identity. So it's like when you play chess, they start with some of your pawns as well, because mm. so it's like the the, the identi- Philippine identity, Filipino language, Filipino culture. I think the left co-opted that before the right could. So that's why, mm. in a way, I feel your frustration like you know that's why i don't i actually strongly believe in establishing a national identity but that's i think what's missing with a lot of national well with conservatives because i think the left took the that, that identity politics part <laughs> away so i don't know you you would want to re- react to that any either of you <laughs> because that's, well, the, there, that's a core yeah. component in all conservatives and we don't have that here in the philippines so there's none, yeah. And yeah. in other countries, there's what they call the nationalist conservatives yes. who concentrates more on like national interest. 
conserving yeah. their cultural heritage and I, i'm not sure it, it could be like i i'm not that fan of tribalism for instance mm. and sometimes mm. there, there there are a bit things to criticize on right. on mm. certain cultures mm. that you don't have to hold on to right so yeah. so so that's my that's kind of my critique on uh national identity yeah. and and besides parang what national identity are we holding mm. on to because we're we have different like islands like if you mm. go to to Baguio they have a different culture than the one in Batangas for instance or mm. the one down south so mm. it's kind of vague uh, mm. what to hold on to yeah so, yeah. So yeah maybe i i don't see it working here in, yeah. the, in the Philippines. I understand. Okay, yeah. okay. No, you, regarding your critique of tribalism and national identity, Marx would agree with you. <laughs> that's why... That's not very conservative. That, yeah. that, that, that's why uh, the left obtaining the national discourse or the national uh, issue, it's actually quite contradictory with Marx, Marx's idea. Marx's idea, not Marxist. Marx's idea. Yeah. Issues. Yeah, but uh, no, uh, the, okay. I think I need to correct you with this one. Uh, I, the left capturing the national, you know, the national nation building issue. It, again, Marcos did capture it. So just to clarify, point. Yeah. the left recaptured it, but Marcos had it, and now it's reemerging. So I, I don't think that there's a total absence of, you know, <laughs> right wing nationalism non, non, here in non, the Philippines. Non left, non leftist nationalism. So not for the most part. I mean. Uh, Uh, Marcos apologists would always have their own idea of the nation oh. that is distinct from the left. So uh, let, let's not overgeneralize that it's mm. more or less captured. It's, I think it's under contention right now. I think that's what is clear. It's being contested. You, you have the leftist discourse and then you have the mm. re-emerging Marcosian. I, <laughs> Marcosian. I, actually didn't, I actually didn't know that. Um, probably because it's difficult to take Mar- Marcosians seriously. <laughs> That's basically their slogan for ah. their nationalism that is anti-communist. <laughs> Any reaction, Jay? <laughs> oh, I, I think I'll need to read more on that. Yeah. I, 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 I don't want to call it conservative. That's why I said Marcosian. I don't, I'm not comfortable calling it conservative yet. <laughs> right. Oh. But, but, but we would agree that there is Uh, a lacuna or a silence in terms of a right-wing conservative nationalism? Mm, or, or does it exist? Silence or the other camp is just noisier. <laughs> mm, okay. Probably, like we just hear uh, about them more, but okay. No, I, yeah, I, I, I'll read about it uh, more yeah. because I, like, like, like I said, I am more on the social conservative side and uh-huh. not that much on mm. the nationalism okay. side. Yeah. Okay, but well, it's been a long uh, discussion about that. But I think that we can move on from the general parts of conservatism to perhaps what a conservative would think about the current national elections. Yeah. So this is going to be yeah. fun. Yeah, you're putting so, me on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> Now we're not forcing you to, of course, say who you're voting for, but perhaps just make a quick comments on each of the of the candidates. All right. So what do the conservative? Uh, Will be critique or praise about this particular candidate. So okay, let's okay. start. Uh, well, with the front runner, 
Bongbong Marcos. Bongbong Marcos. Okay. So what would I? Yeah. What would you think about that? No, no. Uh, before anything else, I, I I would like to say a disclaimer that sure I chose not to endorse anyone mm-hmm. in my podcast for yeah. for the presidency, mm-hmm. and I'll try my best not to sound like endorsing someone here. Okay. Okay. So so Bongbong Marcos. Okay. Yes. So, Uh, for a conservative, he's anti-divorce, so that's one good point for him. Okay. He he's he seems to be pro-abortion mm. for rape when he was mm. asked by Boy Abunda in the Boy Abunda interviews, mm. and during his 2016 run for vice president, mm. he was pro-same-sex marriage, which mm. which is kind of mm. like a conservative wouldn't. Uh, agree with that. He's pro death penalty mm. during his 2016 run. He said that, yeah. and he will not apologize for his father's atrocities. Mm. Uh, so, so, so the only conservative point that I see in him is his anti-divorce stance. Oh, so that's uh, Bongbong Marcos. Mm-hmm. So, Medj, <laughs> you'd be surprised that there are many people in the. Well, yeah, religious yeah. people supporting Bombo Marcos. Do you have anything to say about that? I don't know. It's siguro dial solid north and ah. and minsan may mga south din eh. Siguro yung yeah. mga uh, they, they thought Duterte is supporting mm-hmm. him because mm-hmm. Sara Duterte is under him. Mm-hmm. Uh, is BP. So yeah. yung yung mga yung mga ka-DDS medyo nawalan sila ng ano ng susuportahan when like uh-huh. Bongo or Bato. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Nagano sila na nag withdraw sila from the race. Oh, kaya yeah. parang, parang who will we support now? Yeah. Um, okay. Parang, hmm. That's it on Bongbong. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. what about uh, the next uh the second runner up uh, Lenny Robredo? What do you think about Lenny Robredo? Okay, I'll just base this from her interviews. So sure. she, she said she's uh she she's She's open to ease up annulment, although she said she's anti-divorce. Mm-hmm. Although she said she she also she said she's not for same-sex marriage, but mm-hmm. same-sex union. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she when pressed by Boy Abunda, she seems to like lean mm-hmm. pro-life, but open to to talks on decriminalization of abortion. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's anti-death penalty. Uh, although what's concerning is the covenant she made with the LGBTQ plus, so I don't understand the word covenant when they said covenant. May pinatay Very religious, ba silang, yeah. May pinatay ba silang hayop? No. Oh, or something. So there, that's uh, that's what I think of Lenny. Hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm just stating the facts. Hindi ko sinasabi kung ano, kung Uh, should conservative vote for her or not? But uh, from the past interviews and debates, mm. the young uh, responses. Yeah. Niya. yeah, I just noticed right now that although she represents liberals and progressives, and she has mm. espoused, of course, a lot of uh, compassionate welfare, mm. you know, focus on the Laila oh, yeah. and Soji, yeah. marginalized groups, mm. she's actually kind of 
conservative as well. You know, she doesn't yeah, want to but, comment on these things, yeah, which is interesting yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah, because couples for couples for Christ mm. before yeah. she and uh, her husband, yeah. and she has like Catholic values. Mm. Yes, and I think yun yung ano yun yung major core niya. And most of the people in the liberal party, naman din talaga, mm-hmm. since parang from their youth, medyo they were they were molded by maybe Catholic values. Mm-hmm. Siguro nung pagtanda, eh, hindi hindi din talaga liberal eh. Mm-hmm. Kaya ano, let's say si Pinoy, for instance, or uh, most of the Aquinos, for instance, mm-hmm. they're they're close to uh, church. Kaya ano, yeah. they, they're really not. Liberal, yeah. like the Western, yeah, in uh, the Western sense. Liberal, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, I think Lenny is just trying to, uh, based on that one, uh, she's just trying to open discussions. <laughs> so no yeah. hard, no hard stances. Yeah, and and it it's like parang convenient for her uh, politically, dahil mm. parang wala siyang exclude. Yeah. So so major na ila. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, that's so so yeah. I think that's a good strategy mm-hmm. for her. Okay. The old the old link between liberal thought and uh, conservatism. They're not that mutually exclusive anyway. Mm-hmm. Although I, I understand, like I know a lot of people in the church who kind of are leaning to Lenny, but un, are uncomfortable with her LGBT phone because her loudest right, supporters are LGBT. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's interesting. Anyway, it's up mm-hmm. to them to decide. At least, Next, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I'd like to bring it up na endorse siya ng ano ng parang uh, lady, uh, uh-huh. lady. So I do think she also has like uh, endorsers among priests, mga kakampare. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, kakampare. Cute. Anyway. Oh, baka na we're talking about Lenny too much. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's Let's move on. She, she, she's on the gray area. We know. Oh, gray area which is interesting uh, mm. to analyze. You know, it doesn't mean we're voting for her anyway. But mm. yeah, next one we have Isko Domogoso. Uh, like, wait, Isko Moreno Domogoso? Yeah. Anyway. Yep. All right. Uh, what do you think about Isko? Okay. D- during the Jessica Soho interviews, he said yes. he's pro divorce. Uh, Although he said no to same-sex marriage, uh, kind of mm. surprising because mm. medyo close siya sa, ano, sa LGBTQ plus movement and he painted like yung pedestrian nga ng rainbow colors. Yeah. So so I, I don't know what he's thinking there. Pero, ayun, uh, he, he's, he had a good answer in the abortion question by Boy Abunda mm. uh, when asked about abortion. Yeah. Uh, it, Uh, for rape actually in my personal opinion he had the best answer oh. among the other uh, uh, candidates yeah mm. uh, his anti-death penalty so <clears throat> that's uh, some points uh, yeah. for isko so so there you know uh, I, I, I think my my kind my hesitation for isko is mm. although sinabi niya his He says no to same-sex marriage. Bakumamaya, uh, parang is uh, very close to the LGBTQ plus yeah. community. Uh, mm. Bakay yung mga bathroom bills, yeah. medyo mm. magkano siya don mag uh, mix eh, signals. Eh. Mag mix signals siya don. Yeah. Okay. Eh, yun lang and parang uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, you know. he's anti-same-sex marriage, pero kumagiling siya para sa lahat. Eh. <laughs> 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 para naman sa lahat eh. Again, I understand kung bakit, ano, parang, you'd like all the votes you can get. 
kaya para yield magano ka parang sasagwan ka sa dalawang ilog or something para yung ano tama yung idiom <laughs> yeah i mean which is odd because that particular answer about abortion was sounds more like Manny Pacquiao he said like oh, only god can take away the life he can give it but he can take it but only him parang ha huh? this is oh. very you see i think he's courting Manny Pacquiao's voters <laughs> <laughs> yeah He's quoting every, quoting everyone actually. Oh. Although, interesting about that. Yeah. yeah. Although Lenny could have had a good answer there, pero mm. mukhang hindi lang niya ma-articulate uh, well because because yeah. maybe she hindi siya apologist for hindi siya pro-life apologist, but she seems to be parang uh, ano eh alam mo yung sasabihin niya parang uh, for for abortion for like when the mother's life is in danger and tama nga naman there there are provisions mm. but not abortion it's okay. what we call the principle of double effect mm. so it's not really abortion but if you can save the life of the mother mm. you you take away oh medyo magigeek out na ako on that stuff but <laughs> in the medyo ano lang siya parang hindi mm. understandable because she's not an apologist guys siguro hindi niya na articulate well but mm-hmm. yun Yeah. All right. So that's Isko Moreno. Next we have Ping Lakson. Yeah. Okay. So so Ping I thought nung una he is one of the most conservative candidates because mm-hmm. kasama niya si Tito Soto which is okay. mostly conservative si Tito. But na, nagulat ako he's pro divorce dun sa ano sa sa Jessica Soho interview. Mm-hmm. He's is for civil union sa same sex marriage may medyo the same kay Lenny uh, when it comes to the abortion issue when it comes to rape he said he needs to research on it more kasi na, nagbigay ng stats si Boy Abunda on him and, and i think he has the second best answer uh, dun sa issue na yon because if you don't know the answer talagang ano kailangan mong Yeah. It's okay to say I don't know. You don't know yeah, the answer kasi yeah. mag magano ka kasi magimbento ka and yeah, yeah, iyan yeah. mo lang. Yeah. So so that's fine. He said this anti-death penalty pero I don't know. Medyo <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know actually the weird thing is I think I forgot this but usually a core attribute of a right wing or conservative is usually they're pro rule of law, you know, at some mm-hmm. level and I think being Somewhat represented being a former police and mm. anti-corruption czar, you know, because of his experience. But of course, I don't know. What do you think about that? Like, do you trust him on that? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, sabi ko lang yung death penalty thing sa US. Uh, ang conservatives are pro-death penalty, mm. and the liberals yeah. are anti-death penalty. Yeah. yeah. Here, medyo hati ang conservative movement uh-huh. on death mm. penalty, but. Mm. I'm part of the conservative movement na anti-death penalty. Okay. So so mm. yun, uh, I'll just come clean on that. So, okay. Yeah. And I, I'll just add by the way na although pinag-usapan natin mga stand ng mga yeah. candidates on issue, iba yung sa debate eh, tsaka iba yung mm. sa actual. So you need yeah. to discern on that as well. Kasi si Duterte eh, sinabi niya na ano parang mag-jet ski siya sa ano sa Scarborough <laughs> <laughs> during yeah. the debate, di ba? Mhm. Pero nung actual na, parang he kissed Chinese hours. <laughs> oh, yeah. Iba yun, no? iba yung debate and actual. So, we're just uh, laying down the facts kung ano yung sinabi na sa debate. Yeah. That's it for Ping? Oh, okay. Yeah. And then, uh, of course, uh, Manny Pacquiao. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
si Pacquiao talagang pinaka-conservative <laughs> yeah. candidates. And, uh, yeah, he uh, he's anti-divorce. Ayon dun sana sa, sa Jessica Soho interview. Yes. He's uh, anti-same-sex marriage. Uh, mm-hmm. Hindi siya nagbago ng stance on there yeah. ever since. Mm-hmm. He He's... Uh, yung sa abortion question with Boy Abunda me- medyo ano medyo pareho sila ni Isko pero parang ano parang hindi lang niya ma-articulate mm-hmm. well kaya, kaya binigay ko kay Lakson yung second best answer yeah. mm-hmm. kasi uh, better pa nga yung I don't know answer ni Lakson kaysa kay Pacquiao eh. mm-hmm. medyo nag ano siya nag, nag, naglaro-laro siya dun sana uh, and he was pro-death penalty before mm-hmm. tapos ngayon medyo anti-death penalty na siya Mm-hmm. recent lang siya nag-change kaya uh, I just want to lay down that fact mm-hmm. so uh, but overall he's he seems to be the most conservative <laughs> pres- mm-hmm. presidential ball does that mean you're inclined to vote for him? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, there are different uh, factors okay so, uh, like, I, I won't I, I won't tell people na to vote uh-huh. for this guy or not maybe may ano may, may tinatawag na parang one issue or two issue mm. voter di ba parang yeah, but, yeah. so maybe you're not that kind of a person okay so. but what would like for ex- theoretically speaking a conservative have like uh, what kind of doubts would they have with Manny Pacquiao despite having a lot of agreements with issues uh, with conservatives religious oh, conservatives ang, kaya nga kaya nga so so Actually, ang, ang pinaka-criticism lang kay Pacquiao is like his experience in politics. Mm. Parang, oh, hindi, and yung sabi ni Lenny, di ba, why not Pacquiao? Yung tinanong siya ni Boyabunda. Yeah. Hindi sapat ang uh, mabuting kalooban lang. Mm. And yun usually yung criticism kay Pacquiao. And maybe yeah. for some, baka mamaya yung sapat na. So yeah. who knows? I, I won't... Uh, stop you kung gusto nyo yung i-vote si Pacquiao yeah. if you're a conservative. Maybe for you, mukhang yun. Yeah. Baka yun lang pala talaga ang kailangan natin. Yung mabuting <laughs> puso. Maybe. So, so maybe. So, yeah. Si Mami Junisha lang kailangan natin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Magdadasal siya. Makukulam siya ng <laughs> kalaban niya. Oo. Uh, I miss her so much. Parang hindi siya kamalabas, no? <laughs> Oo nga. Uh, yeah. You know, the weird thing about that is Lenny could have easily bullied Pacquiao, but she actually handled it well. But at the same time, mm-hmm. I think you pointed out something interesting is that conservatives usually, usually respect experience and tried and tested methods. That's why they want to conserve things because they're tried mm-hmm. and tested. And in Mani Pacquiao, in politics, well, the record, let's just say it's mixed to say the least. Yeah. To put it kindly. And I suppose the last one, there are more, but uh, for wow. now, let's, uh, the last one is Kath Lyodi de Guzman. You know, the okay, labor... So- Worker, yeah. So, so, so uh, hindi siya, hindi ko siya nakita din sana sa Jessica Soho and Boyabunda. Kaya I don't know much about him other mm. than he seems to be pro-same-sex marriage. Mm. He seems to be close to the the socialist yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, people of the country. And yeah. th- that's a major red flag yon sa mm-hmm. isang conservative. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all I can get kay, ano, kay mm-hmm. Kaliodi. Yeah. Kaya wala, right. wala ako masyado. Ano. I, okay. I don't want to to talk much about him kung, kung wala talaga ako masyado na yeah. basa. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, he is the Marxist, yeah? Labor okay. groups. Hindi, hindi naman, tsaka hindi naman siya nabigyan naman siya ng exposure again. So. That's uh, true. That's unfortunate. Uh, at least on, yeah. at yeah. least on issues na concerned ang um, conservatives. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So at least on those issues. Yeah. Okay. So that is it. Uh, thank you for the sharing your observations and comments on all of these. That's very detailed. Uh, I appreciate that. And now I think this is uh, the time that we like wrap this up with the final question. So, of course, we've talked a lot about conservatism. I want you to maybe give an open statement to two groups. Number one, uh, to your fellow conservatives and what do they want to tell them? Uh, what do they need to do, especially with the, the elections? And number two, perhaps to non-conservatives and maybe mm. talk to them like maybe what do they need to know? What are they getting wrong? You know, like what don't they understand? You know, something yeah. like that. So you're, perhaps uh, the open message starts now. Okay. So fellow conservatives, uh, I, I think what I can say is just Try to reach out to the other side as much as you can. Uh, try to explain at least in a charitable way right. what we believe in. Don't be weird when talking to them. <laughs> please. Good advice. Yeah, please. So at, at least because that's how we, we could at least influence the culture and mm-hmm. try to, to vote according to your conscience. Because I mean, Andrew Breitbart like uh, uh, politics is just downstream of culture. Yeah. And this is one reason why I, I'm not that much into the politics. And one reason I started this podcast is at least to change minds mm. or at least inform conservatives so that they may reach out to the other side. And mm. if they change a mind, then good. So I'm I'm asking them to join me in this content creation stuff because there's not much of us here. So, yun lang. Uh, and aside from that, uh, don't be weird for the most part. <laughs> 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 All right, go ahead. Yeah. So, so, so on the so other side of the month, uh, to the liberal side, uh, I, I think just try to hear what a conservative has to say because there are at this point sa YouTube marami ng uh, mga available na material from conservatives. I, I love listening to some liberal guys and yung the Young Turks uh, crush ko si, ano, si Anna Kasparian eh. Kaya oh. The Young Turks yung, yung pinapakinggan ko. So, <laughs> so yun lang. So, so Liberals, please give us a chance. Uh, have a dialogue with a conservative, you know, and maybe listen to my podcast. If yeah. promote ko na. <laughs> yeah. uh, perhaps I could uh, explain at least why we believe what we believe in. And other than that, uh, just st- stick to the truth. Uh, mm-hmm. If you, you, you think something's true, uh, just uh, give it some thought. Maybe who knows what the rabbit hole <clears throat> might bring you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Great, great. Thank, thank you very much. Uh, actually, um, thank you for that open message for both. Uh, Borj, anything to perhaps wrap this up, yeah, yeah, your yeah. Uh, observations with our discussion today? No, okay. Uh, I think I'm, the first one is, uh, again, we have our own twist on conservatism. So mm. We have the likes of Jay here. Uh, speaking on conservative values here in the Philippines. But I, I think uh, one thing that, j- just to add on to Jay's message to the other side, 
which is I am also from the other side, but uh, I have a bridge with conservatism. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, for, for conservatives and liberals, both of these schools of thought are concerned with liberty. Simple as that. So mm-hmm. it's, they're both concerned with the question of liberty. So if there's a dialogue, uh, the dialogue can only start if you reassert the question. So mm-hmm. what is liberty? How can liberty be ensured? And the mm-hmm. uh, question of change, progress, and so on. So no, no, man. For, I think uh, if we have leftists and radicals listening, mm-hmm. I have already pissed you long enough and I would piss you <laughs> off again. And my suggestion is that you read the conservative <laughs> literature. That's a, that's a uh-huh. must. I do have, you know, I remember having students back in the LSU. So one of them is a right-wing conservative. The other one is a leftist. I told the leftist to read Hayek's Road to Serfdom. And I told the right-wing to read <laughs> The German Ideology by Marx. So uh, expand. Uh, yeah. we're, we're searching for the truth. So that, yes. I think that's, that gave, that's, that's priority, really. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, come on. And you mentioned uh, yeah. liberty... Yeah. It's the same root word no, nung binanggit ko kanina, yung libertarian, yeah. conservative, yeah. and liberals. It's the same root word na yeah. pinanggalingan nung two, two factions na yan. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. I've been thinking about this. And uh, well, as someone who I really appreciate having Jay on the show and of course doing what he's doing because yeah. honestly, like I was much, well, I think he and I are very similar. Clearly, we listen to the same people. And um like if he didn't put on the podcast, I, maybe I would have. But I, I would like to thank him for going on before me. <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I do empathize with a lot of what he's saying, and I, I real I, I I think we have to realize that there are really two stereotypes of conservatives. Number one, those who refuse to change and refuse to think. In other words, <laughs> ganito talaga ganito ako, and the other one is people who think too much you know and like mm. who are immersed in you know reading and thinking about things who think before they act and i think it's clear that uh, jay seems to be part of the latter which is a better mm. part but I, he's clearly open to mm. all things but mm. i think that's what one thing we can get from conservatives you know mm. at least well uh, board you and i joked this is the bi podcast is actually a conservative podcast because <laughs> our way of thinking is more like um, is more like a conservative because they look for evidence, they look for logic before they can want for change. You know, a lot of mm. le- the people on the left, they in a way impulsively want to change the system. They, they hate authority, and I think our instinct is okay. Well, which part of authority at least? Yeah. I think that's a conservative uh, instinct there. And second, um, the thing about. I think maybe we can discuss it in another podcast, but Borge, I, maybe you can comment um, that distinction between culture as down, well, politics as downstream from culture. Mm. Um, do you have anything to say about it? Because I, I find it, I, I, it's bothered me. I'm familiar with the quotes, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Regarding that one, uh, politics as a downstream culture, uh, yeah. I go back to Hayek. And again, Hayek doesn't want to be called conservative, but he's being claimed by economic conservatives. He's yeah. a liberal as far as his own identity is concerned, but I think his idea may tackle this one. Uh, it is about the spontaneous order mm-hmm. for Hayek. A spontaneous order is the emergence of norms and ethics, right. and out of this comes law. You, mm-hmm. there's, there's no such thing as law imposing itself and changing norms. It's always mm-hmm. norms and ethics uh, informed by social practices, culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like what Jay said earlier, you cannot legislate ethics. 
That's basically mm-hmm. what the spontaneous order is all about. You cannot okay. legislate ethics. Mm-hmm. And out of this norms, laws emerge. Right. Because, of course, the left believes in the other way around. Like, uh, politics can impose a cor- yeah. culture. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. There, might, yeah there, there might be a chicken and egg thing there as well. Mm-hmm. There's a law and culture. Parang yeah. Some ask, which came first? The law or the culture, and mm. there's, in some instances, mm. yung culture yung uh, yeah. come out of the law, and some yeah. instances yung law yung come out of the yeah. culture. Yeah, it's better to look at it more as a process, really. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's a historical process. No one school of thought have a monopoly on yeah. explaining the entire thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you very much for that. that that's there are clearly a lot of branches that uh, we can go on and on, but uh, this has been very enriching. So thank yeah. you very much for that. Uh, and then we go on to our final segment, which is recommendation. where you recommend pieces of culture like books, movies, videos, or whatever that can help uh, supplement or add to the discussion we had today. So as the guest, we go to Jay first and then George and then finally with me. Okay, so Jay, what do you recommend for our listeners? Okay, so I'm I'm debating to myself if I'll recommend the Red Pill uh, documentary by Cassie Jay or Them Before Us, uh, the book by Katie Faust. So, I think... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But see, I, I mean, some people can do like two or three, you know, okay. on average, yeah. But pero, pero see what I did there, I recommended both uh, unintentionally, <laughs> na, no, <laughs> because yeah. just by yeah. mentioning them. But pero yeah. sige, I recommend ko na lang uh, for the yeah. sake of time yung, ano, yung, yung the book Them Before Us by Katie Faust. And mm. it's a very good book because it talks about divorce, uh, same-sex marriage, IVF, which is big fertility, yung industry ngayon sa US na. Mm-hmm. And it talks about from a child's perspective because yun yung nakakalimutan natin sa culture. And the, 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 the main theme of the book is children's uh, well-being first uh, before adult desires. And sometimes mm-hmm. parang in whole in all of the discussions dito sa ano sa mga laws na to na isasang tabi yung mga bata kaya that's mm. one book that i would if, if there's only one book i would like to recommend so that's it them before us by Katie Faust so it's full of stats mm-hmm. so some of the stats that i mentioned mm-hmm. earlier is from that book uh, and it's a fun read as well so may heart as well so yun lang Mm-hmm. All right, thank you. Nice, nice, uh, Borge, nice. yeah. Uh, for my case, I would, uh, I think I already cited him, Edmund Burke, but uh, I'll recommend uh, read the reflections on the revolution in France by Edmund Burke uh, mm-hmm. for those who would like to go deeper into political conservatism. So uh, this book is a bit challenging because the, the first half is insightful, the second half is just w- would piss you off. <laughs> but but it, it, it is a challenge to read, especially if you are from the radical side. But you would learn much, especially with the value of tradition, the inevitability of tradition. And I think this is what the left is missing. The left has no idea of what tradition is. And in fact, they are already traditional. <laughs> I think the left right now is one of the, not, not conservative in an ideological sense, but, you know, or 
practically conservative <laughs> bodies here in the Philippines na hindi na sila nagbabago ng tactic or whatnot. But, uh, but yeah, so, so awareness of the value tradition would be there. <clears throat> but uh, another recommendation would be uh, The Young Pope. So the series. I yeah. The Young Pope. Oh. And that was really, that's really good. Oh, I love that. I, I, yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, again, the, the focus is on the person, character mm-hmm. development, which is a good way to look at it. But I think it gives you at the, you know, at the, not, I would not call it superficial, but at the first levels, you know, what religious mm-hmm. conservatism is and would look like mm-hmm. when pushed to, a, to an extreme. Yeah. And I, and I like that, that, that series because I actually fantasize about being that kind of pope. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. If if you remember, Matt, in one of our department pantry conversations, what would happen if I'm pope? I'll probably <laughs> I would reinstate everything from the Swiss oh, Army too. So yeah, oh, no, yeah. basically it's a fantasy come true. But uh, some but radical. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kiss my ring. So, <laughs> yeah. so, so yeah, this is an exploration of uh, man's character in relation yeah. to ideas and uh, conservatism. You know, that show is interesting because Jude Law, of course, is a young and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. well, mediagenic kind of person. And when he becomes Pope, you'd expect him to be, you know, uh, again, progressive, radical. Mm. But actually, he's like Pope Pius the 13th. The 13th. He chose one of the oldest names, <laughs> the most recur- one of the most recurring. In other words, that's After no Hitler's Pope. Yes. Yeah. Pope Pius the 12th. Uh-huh. So he became very scary and, and very, in a lot of ways, well, some people who say regressive, but for mm. a purpose. And it did do, well, don't, I don't want to spoil it too much, but it did do what he wanted. Mm. So it's a very complex, like it's yeah. not, it's not pro-conservative as is, but yeah, it's it is the not. dynamics of, you know, religion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, just watch it. It's really good. Yeah. It's he, good. yeah. Okay. So I have, I can recommend two things. And I think all along with Young Pope, they can be found in, the HBO Go app. You know, these are things that I've been watching lately. And, uh, <laughs> it, it, you know, uh, Jay said that entertainment has been very liberal and progressive. Uh, I do, I, I'm recommending actually things that are, have a slightly more c- compassionate critique of conservatism, actually. Two pieces of media. Two, and they're, they're quite lighthearted and very interesting uh number one it's an animated movie well a series now it's called the crudes it's a uh, yeah, it's animated it's about a group a family of cavemen and it's mm-hmm. an interesting cast uh, it's starring of course well the dad the character starring nicholas cage and then he's head of the family the father and all of a sudden there's this new younger sexier um character played by ryan reynolds <laughs> and all of a sudden uh, of course the family is kept together because of the father's traditional ways and uh, methods and then all of a sudden this younger guy has tools that can help them like for example survive get food get safe etc so now they want this younger guy you know he's more popular you know, so that's interesting. So it clearly shows that progressivism, you know, or innovation is actually a good thing. But uh, and for a time, it maligns and uh, the father. But eventually, uh, just in general idea, in the end, they were put into a situation where the father needed to save the day. So in a way, it shows that sometimes you need a younger and innovative leader, and sometimes you need the old ways. Yeah. So it's that kind of you know. That kind of flexibility, that kind of respect for tra- both tradition and innovation, and it's rare you'd find that in mm. modern uh, media. 
I mean, the second one is also nice you know, to watch, but it's a bit more wokey. But the first <laughs> Crudes is actually uh, enter- interesting entertainment that actually takes a look at that dynamics between tradition and innovation. And the second one, and I think Borge and you know, I watch this, is Peacemaker, you know, <laughs> by James I haven't John. seen this yet. I, uh, I, I, think- I, I meant to see... Uh, so nag nag ano nag nag subscribe ako sa HBO yeah. Max for this. Yeah. But don't spoil too much. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, I, oh my god, it's gonna be so hard because it's funny because of course James Gunn is a victim of cancel culture because of a tweet he said, and I think he clearly, uh, well, it's clear in his work he's critiquing that, and it's it's an interesting twist when he he actually has a direct jab at woke politics. It's clear it's but you know if you, when you watch it. It celebrates, of course, um, in a way, comedy that is sexist, racist, you know, but also poking <laughs> at fun at uh, this guy because he represents, like John Cena, the Peacemaker's character is like the anti-hero villain from Suicide Squad. Yeah, but it's yeah. it's an arc that, you know, in other way, how would you deal with and follow someone who is racist, sexist, and like, old-fashioned <laughs> like that, masculine, macho? And it's heartwarming because there's clearly mm. he learns, but also mm. he still stays himself. It, it doesn't bully him too much. Mm. I mean, clearly there are some nods to woke people, but at the same, I think that's ideal entertainment. Although, yes, it represents some liberal ideas. It has a compassionate critique of like old macho um, <laughs> characters and way uh-huh. like uh, traditions. So, but it's again critique made of compassion and doesn't malign them too much so that's what they have in common so check those out and i i didn't spoil too much but it is i think you'd enjoy it you know yeah <laughs> yeah so, so yeah okay that is it for our recommendations now before we go uh jay would you like to promote your podcast and where they can find it yeah uh the jay roga show podcast available on apple spotify you know the drill guys yeah so, <laughs> oh yeah wherever you listen to this podcast mm-hmm. It's there. So, oh, yeah. In Lang, yeah, the first conservative podcast in the Philippines. So, the first. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank Thanks you. for inviting me. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, I, I, I think salam. we could go on and on. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, but, syempre, we're limited on time. Yeah. But thanks for inviting me. Guys. Yeah. And this need not be the only time we can yeah, yeah, work yeah. this out. Maybe of course. Yeah. Yeah. We'll thank you very much. Yeah. This has been very fun. So yeah. thank you very much. Please check mm-hmm. his channel out. It's very uh, informative, clearly. I mean, we only gave you a taste of what he discussed. And, uh, but of course, please stay tuned to our channel. There, This is only the first of many when we talk about people from different political ideologies and different. So we can, we're talk about, going to talk to feminists, liberals, Marxists. You know, uh, environmentalists anarchists. or whatever, whatever is <laughs> anarchists. Okay, watch out for that. Uh, so, yeah, in order for you to be updated on that, please follow us on Facebook, Spotify, and Anchor. If you have any comments, suggestions, or simple messages, uh, you can send us at bipodcastph at gmail.com. But until the next episode, magandang gabi, mga kapiyay.